What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins. Welcome to another AV Quickie. Also, just a reminder, if you like this episode, you can find more episodes at adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude, which means this episode might contain explicit content. Anything goes when you're in Video Land. Sometimes you might get some inappropriate language, some locker room talk. So if you're easily offended, this might not be the podcast for you. All right, guys, let me start out by saying that I really enjoyed Soul. I thought it was good. The first time I watched it, anyway. Um, but I absolutely loved anything that has to do with the uh, the metaphysical. I loved the uh, the design of the great beyond. Uh, next level Pixar stuff uh, when it comes to animation. I think the movie gets less interesting in the second act with all the cat body switching shit. But still a very enjoyable movie. Um, I watched it on Christmas. I enjoyed my Christmas experience, right? Um, I love the Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross trippy score, um, and soul pulls on, on the strings, man, the heartstrings. Pixar is a master at pulling at the heartstrings. I love the big themes, mortality, the meaning of life, what life, uh, without purpose means, growing old friendship, um, escaping our comfort zones. I love all those weighty themes. I don't know if kids will dig it, but I think as kids get older, these type of Pixar films will become classics. One of my favorites is Inside Out. I love Inside Out about memories and how you should cherish memories. Another deeper movie that reminds me of Soul. Actually, both are uh, directed by Pete Doctor. I wonder if his real name is Peter Doctor. That'd be interesting. He probably doesn't want people calling him Peter Doctor. But anyway, I appreciate the deeper themed uh, Pixar movies. All right, got that out of the way. I liked Soul the first time I watched it. Now, with that said, the big question, is Soul racially insensitive? Weird question, right? Especially since Disney hired several black people to accurately portray African-American culture. I mean, Pixar was even mindful of the history of racist imagery in animation. I pulled a quote here, um about staying away from racist uh, design tropes. Uh, Kemp Powers, who, by the way, became the first African-American to co-direct a uh, Disney animated feature uh, with Soul, he said, we use lighting as a way to highlight the ethnic diversity in the living world and that we sought to capture the fine details of black characters, including the textures of black hair and uh, the way light plays on various tones of black skin. Check that box. All right, cinematographer Bradford Young. He worked um, as a lighting consultant on Soul, also a black man. Box checked. So yeah, odd question, is Soul racially insensitive? You know, when the co-director and uh, the lighting consultant are black, the main character, Joe, voiced by Jamie Foxx. So, weird question. I want to share a review with you guys that has shifted my perspective on Soul. And like I said, guys, um, first viewing, I really enjoyed Soul. I got wrapped up in the animation and, like I said, the the, uh, the great beyond, um, anything metaphysical, man. I was like, this is a fresh movie. But, uh, yeah, my perspective has uh, has been shifted. And look, guys, I'm not a super sensitive movie watcher, right? I'm not, I'm critical, but I'm not overly sensitive. Like, I go to movies to escape this real world, all right? And then um, that doesn't mean I, I don't love dramas and independent films and things like that, right? Um, maybe I should be more sensitive. 
you know, maybe this critic's review will make me become more sensitive, but this review really got me thinking, especially in a time not far removed from George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. Crazy year last year. So this review is from scarymommy.com. Not the greatest website name, but whatever. So this review is titled, As a Black Woman, Here Are the Issues I Have with Pixar's Soul. It's written by Sayeda Shabazz. Sayeda Shabazz. I apologize if I just completely butchered that name. Uh, go check out her review. Read it for yourself. But in her review, she says, as a black woman, I can't not see the issues with representation. Black people, especially kids, don't have much representation in animation. And in 2020 or 2021, we shouldn't have to ask to see ourselves in family entertainment. And I think her issues with soul are very interesting here. Her complaints are that even though Pixar gives us a black lead character... Pixar's first black lead character, by the way, the character spends most of the movie inside of a fucking cat, all right? He spends half the movie in a cat, and then his black body is taken over by a white woman, all right? That's kind of fucked up. Now, the movie does say that, like, we don't know if this character that takes over Joe's body is white or black because souls don't have a color, and uh, this character chose to use that voice that it has. But uh, the character is voiced by a white woman, Tina Fey. Tina Fey's character comes off as a white woman character. Even when I was watching it, I never thought that this character was anything else but white. I didn't think about all of this racial complexity, but, but I never thought that this character was anything other than white. So I get the criticism. And at the end of the movie, the black man sacrifices his life so that a white woman can go live out her life on Earth. All right, that's the criticism. That's the criticism in a nutshell. And that's what it looks like. It's, it's kind of fucked up. And the writer of this review, she also points out that earlier this year, Tina Fey requested that episodes of her show 30 Rock be pulled from streaming services because of blackface. And this is kind of blackface, isn't it? A white actress pretending to be a black man? I mean, what's the difference between Robert Downey Jr. playing a black man and, say, like, Tropic Thunder... And Tina Fey playing a black character in this. It's animated blackface. All I'm saying is I can see why some black critics would feel that this movie is insensitive. Especially after the year we just had. I can see why some black critics would have issues with Pixar's first black lead character taking a backseat so that a white woman can go figure out what she wants from life. It's literally the origin of white privilege. Now, with that to the side for a second, I think they could have done a better job celebrating black culture. I'm just a white guy from the Midwest, you know, what, what the fuck do I know? But I feel like with Coco, they went the extra mile. People felt like they represented Mexican culture. Here we get a barbershop and some jazz. I don't know, guys. I think they could have celebrated the culture a little more. It doesn't feel like they went the extra mile like they did with Coco. But after reading this review and some other reviews like it, it's just, it's weird. You know, I was thinking about what I would do differently with the script. If I had to fix this script, instead of putting this black dude in a cat and letting a white woman hijack his body, what would I do? And I started thinking about this old Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin movie called All of Me. 
My dad used to watch it all the time. But Lily Tomlin, her character, she dies and her soul ends up taking over Steve Martin's body. I think uh, controlling it, controlling the right side. I think uh, Steve Martin's character, he controls the left side of the, of the body. And uh, they're forced to work together to find a, a way to get her soul wherever she wanted to go. Okay. I think fixing this script, all right? I'm the white boy from the Midwest fixing uh, soul, all right? But I think sharing the body, sharing perspectives, like in all of me, is a better idea than putting the black dude in a cat and letting the white woman take over his body. That's just weird to me. When you can do so many other interesting things, walk a mile in someone else's shoes, right? We've all heard that quote. Missed opportunity. They should have just remade all of me, reworked the script, and then turned it into soul. Or how about this? Give the Tina Fey soul character different voices more often instead of just having it be Tina Fey like 99% of the time. Like she changes her voice a couple times in the middle just for laughs. Like I think in the second act she changes her voice, but it's played for laughs and it's not enough. There's this movie called The uh, Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Heath Ledger died, and uh, they were forced to bring in multiple actors to play his part. I think Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell, and I think Jude Law. I think it would have been really cool if different actors or actresses played the part of Tina Fey's character. Like, have the soul keep switching out its voice, like Tina Fey, Tiffany Haddish, Eddie Murphy, Pedro Pascal. Like, I'm just tossing names out there, but anything so it's just not Tina Fey. A white woman playing the part of Soul 22. Because then that's that's when it gets weird. Keep switching out the voices. And you know what I just thought about here? Random thought. But even the dude that can help Joe get his body back is white. He's a white hippie guy. So Joe literally has a white savior. I don't even think that was in the article. Jeez. All right, let's pull up Rotten Tomatoes here. I'm actually really curious at what this tomato score is. All right, currently it's at 96%. I'd be curious to see how many white to black critics are on here. Just throwing that out there. 83% Metacritic, 8 out of 10 on IMDb. So people are digging soul, all right? I don't know, guys. This review that I read really got me kind of rethinking the movie. A movie that I really enjoyed. And hers wasn't the only review like this. Um, it was the first one that I read because it was sent to me um, by email but the headlines and the reviews go on and on. I started looking into it after uh, I read her review. Just type in soul racist on Google. Insider.com. Pixar's soul is getting rave reviews, but it left me cringing up until the very last minute. Screen rant. Pixar's soul made history, but still has one big racial issue. The Daily Beast. Why you shouldn't celebrate Pixar's soul for finally having a black lead. Those are just a few of the headlines. Search, soul, racist. Here's another one. And soul is good, but it's not about black soul. It's about white soul. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know, I remember uh, Samuel L. Jackson talking about the Oscars. I don't know if it was a skit or, or what. I, I vaguely remember it. I think it was a skit. I think it was played for a joke, but I remember him saying that all the movies just a few years ago, you know, were white. Typical Oscars, right? Oscar so white. Hashtag Oscar so white. You guys all remember that. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari was about white race car drivers. 
Joker was about a white guy. Marriage Story was about a white couple with marriage problems. 1917 was a, a white war movie. Irishman was a, a white gangster movie. I wonder what Samuel Jackson thinks about Soul. I wonder what he thinks about the first black-led Pixar character, Joe. Falling into a manhole and dying. Dying the night before he gets the, the, the dream. The dream gig that he always wanted, right? Falling into a manhole, dying, turning into a fucking cat, and getting his body stolen by a white woman. And the only person that can get his body back is a white hippie. I wonder if it'll be up for best picture. I wonder what Samuel L. Jackson thinks about that. Motherfucker. <laughs> I would really love to hear from some people in the group because I think this is a really interesting criticism. And a lot of people aren't talking about it. I don't know anybody in the group talking about this. Actually, I brought it up to some friends. They're like, dude, you're out of your mind. You're overthinking it. I think a lot of people are still stuck on how Wonder Woman raped a dude in Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman raping a guy. Black dudes getting turned into cats and getting their bodies stolen by white women. Wow, good times. What a what a crazy Christmas double feature that was. <laughs> all right, guys, those are my quick thoughts. That's all I got. I'm sure this one's going to go viral. Can't wait to post it tomorrow. But those are my quick thoughts, guys. I hope you enjoyed this quickie as much as I did. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comment section of this episode. What's your opinion? Is Soul good? Did you dig it? Is it insensitive? Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Thanks for going on this adventure with me. You can find me on adventuresinvideoland.com. I'm on Instagram. But the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, peace out. Yeah.